open on a view of space. Stars intermingling with planets and comets and other various space objects, and as the camera moves through the cosmos, a peculiar anomaly comes into view. At first, it looks like a standard type C planet, complete with copious amounts of blue, water, and visible atmosphere. But to one side, its features are warped, as if a celestial being is pinching it at the end. And even more unusual is the space and even the reality both seem to be bending around the point. And you could almost swear that when you look at the point out of the corner of your eyes that you can see a second planet mirroring the first, bending in a similar way. If we zoom in on the point, we find ourselves flying past your standard forest full of flora of various shades of green and your typical woodland fauna. But as we near the center of the, this peculiarity, more and more we discover pockets of strangeness, air of a different quality, heavy and ethereal. Things that could be called trees and bushes, but are purplish in hue and pulse gently as if breathing. Arriving at this point, we come across a tree that possesses elements of both worlds. A mighty tree, whose branches and leaves reach clear into the heavens. And around the tree, it would almost look like a new village is being constructed. And surrounding that stands a sturdy-looking newly-built wall. As we circumnavigate this wall, we finally arrive at our destination. A small valley, directly in front of the closed gate leading into the village, and here you stand, surrounded by a number of other new travelers. What do you do? Well, I uh, pull my cloak tight over my entire being, and I stride myself up to the walls and yell up, Hey! <laughs> Anyone there? In front of the doors to uh, the village is... Uh, uh, an armored being. Ah, uh, you, sir. A guy with a lot of metal and shit on you. What's up? Hi, I'm Morty. So he doesn't seem to respond, and so this this figure, this, this is an imposing uh, stoic being who doesn't seem to be moving and stands a good, like, seven feet tall. Like, they're, they're totally decked out and more armor and items that you've ever seen anyone wear. They're wearing, like, extremely sturdy gold and jewel-encrusted armor um, that seems to project an ancient aura that's, like, you could almost, you could swear that you could almost hear the death rattles of all the victims who've succumbed to its might. And uh, over the armor, they're wearing an, an assortment of all sorts of mismatched and equally magical-looking items, different cloaks, a patch of, of a, a wizard hat, uh, multiple overlaid belts and sashes with various weapons all inside them. And uh, each finger has at least one ring on it. And in general, the person just gives off a, a powerful aura. I nudge whoever's next to me and I say, now look out the money in that one. 
I assume I'm the one who's dutched. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, can you believe that guy up there just cut everyone in line? Yeah, I mean, it's not very kind of him. Oh, I know. That was very impolite. I've, I've come to study what it means to be a polite individual, and that does not seem to be mm-hmm. uh, what one would do based off my readings. He of, seems uh, to need some manners. Oh, yes. I, I would say so. Perhaps I can go offer him this, this book of etiquette that I happen to carry on my person at all times. <laughs> That's a handy thing to keep around on you, sir. <laughs> oh, oh, it is. And, oh, wh- where are my manners? We're talking about etiquette, <laughs> and I haven't even introduced myself. And peering over both your shoulders behind you guys is a very, very tall uh, uh, being, a very gaunt-looking person with uh, sharp cheekbones and reddish eyes, and they're they're wearing what looks to be a short sleeve button-up white-collared shirt with a black tie, and slacks. And try not try not to be over uh, alarmed by my overall ghoulish appearance. I trust you. I, I mean, I mean, you know how. Ah, uh, ghoul. Sure, I was I was formerly a, a fearsome and powerful warlock, master of the dark. You may have heard of me. My name is Deathmall, uh, king of the dead, bringer of decay, demon spawn. Anyway, I'm working very hard to turn over a new leaf, put all of that behind mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. and I'm very proud to say that I am three weeks sober from killing. Uh, 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 two two days sober uh, from killing. Uh, sleep, sleep killing is still a habit of mine that I'm trying to break. I can assure you, sir, that there will be no killing happening around here. Well, oh, no, no, definitely not with me around. I plan on preventing mm-hmm. it as much as possible. Nope, nothing but up, upstanding citizens. That's that, us. That is magnificent to hear. I think we I think we will get along very nicely. By the way, my name is my name is Tholinar Silverbelt. You can call me Thale for short. Tholinar Silverbelt. Tholinar um, Silverbelt. Yes, I am, of course. I'm a, uh, a dwarf. I, I have, you know, not like... Very nice clothes on, but like fine clothes, um, and not a ton of adventuring gear. Oh my, those are some lovely clothes you're wearing. I I, I quite like them. Well, thank you, sir. Yes. Okay, obligatory compliment check. <laughs> I I don't want to be rude or impolite or anything, but as we are engaging in a conversation, mm-hmm. and uh, both this uh, Thalinon and I have introduced ourselves. Um, ah yes, the uh, and I. Swish my red cape around. I am Eli York. Uh, I'd say... I- Deathmaw Death claps when you switch your red cape. <laughs> Ooh, very nice. <laughs> oh, thank you. I bought it on my way here. I su- oh, my. I assume you guys are here to be heroes as well? Yes. Yes, yes, indeed. Of the heroic sort. <laughs> Pref- preferably, yeah. And you, you sir, over there with the cloak. How can... Come join us. That that big man with the armor does not seem to be talking to you, but we will. As you guys pan back over to me, I'm like rapping on his armor. Hey, Ted Can! You finally hear, um... So you hear him give off a big yawn, and then you see him slowly bring up one of his thick, meaty, powerful arms to his helm where he lifts his visor. And underneath the visor, you see barely peeking over the top is uh, the face of a very, very wizened uh, old man with gray, bushy eyebrows. Oh, hello! <laughs> Sorry, I must have dozed off. Since, since this arm is just a tad too big for me, uh, my lovely wife Marjorie helped me stuff it full of uh, all sorts of pillows and blankets to help me fit, and now I'm just so cozy I find I sleep. I, I fall asleep all the time. Although I must say it's uh, whew, 
It's getting a little steamy in here as the day's getting long. Would you mind? Would you mind helping this old fella out of here? Yeah, I reach my arm down the visor and try to yank him out. Oh no, no, that's okay. Oh, <laughs> well, that's a that's a bony figure you got there, fella. That's uh that's not quite how it works. If you just be so kind, and uh, he's like trying to reach his arms behind his helmet there's a, there's a button back there if you just if you would just press that it'll take care of itself all right that sounds good and i uh i walk around and just slam the button as hard as possible oh oh <laughs> <laughs> and when you do the armor like instantly is just like pulls itself off of his body and turns itself into a little orb and he like nimbly catches it out of the air and all of the rest of the items and everything on him, like, sort of shrink back down to fit his uh, normal uh, old man human figure. And he's like, yeah, handy little thing. You'd be surprised the the crazy shit you could find in, in uh, Lost and Found of a Good Inn. Ah, interesting. And and he fumbles the, the little orb, and it, it falls into a, a, a storm cell nearby. So, oh, easy come, easy go, I suppose. My goodness, you just lost that thing right off the bat, didn't you? <laughs> oh, well, it, it's a little bit unwieldy for my, my liking anyway. Got a little bit of a Butterfingers there. Well, that's... that's I think not... that's what we will call you from now on. Yeah, Butterfingers Biscuits. <laughs> oh, well, okay, well, <laughs> I suppose, I mean... We got Butterfingers over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys sure do like the kid, huh? I, I, Hey, they're just razzing you, man. Oh, you know me. I do love to razz. No, no. What's your name? Well, who? Uh, my name, uh, aside from my new moniker, Butterfingers, <laughs> that you, have, uh, my new friends, have kindly applied, is Harold. Uh, oh, oh, hold, hold on there. <laughs> I'm a hero now. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to use my hero's name moving forward. Uh, you can call me uh, Destructicus. Ah, okay, Destructicus. I'm Morty, and I reach out a hand to shake his hand. <laughs> he, he shakes your hand. Yeah. Up and down. It, left and right. Left and all right. All around. All right. It's the polite thing to do. Um, and, uh, oh, back and forth. Here we go a little. We got to do a little <laughs> spin here. This is the polite hero's greeting, after all. As you're shaking my hand so vigorously, you pull back, and all you pull back my entire femur bone. And why was he shaking your leg? Oh, 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 no, not again. Oh, oh, my power. Um, yeah, no, hey, uh, stop. Uh, can I have that back? Oh, well, this is my first trophy of my own. I defeated you. You're a foe now. I no, no, to... no. I, I'm a skeleton. Give me back my arm. <laughs> oh, no. Did you see how strong that old man was? It, he asked for a handshake, pulled away more than he was looking for. Do not shake that guy's hand. <laughs> he's a he's a monstrous one right there. He looks frail, but... I, I pull back my cowl to reveal, like, uh, a skull with a handful of jewels embedded in it. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Sorry about that. Well, well, that is a truly unique mask you've got on there, my, my fine friend. Uh, yes, mask. Truly unique. Yes. Can uh, I try it on? I I love trinkets. Ah, no, no. I I'd, I'd much rather just you give me back my arm. We forget we shaked, and have a have a good day. I guess. Well, how well? How about I show I showcase some of the 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 oddments and trinkets I found. I've scrounged over the years in my lost and found. Uh, here this here. Ooh, this here's good. Uh, the hero. 
who left this called it uh, Vinsher, the blade that could cut the gods. And he, he pulls out a, a very slender, pure white blade uh, from a sheath at his hip. Like, Careful now, it's, oh, it's a little heavy. Whoa. And he, he drops it, and it, <laughs> it, it cuts clean into the ground and just keeps going. Butterfingers. Well, Butterfingers again. <laughs> He's like, well, that's probably for the best, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, old man, I think, uh, I think I'm gonna go hang out with those guys. <laughs> yeah, come back over where it's safe. If you insist, are you pointing at them or another group? There are other people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I point to another group. Just... There's a group of skeletons over sitting on some barrels, smoking some cigarettes. Ah, they seem cool. Yeah, yeah, they flip you off. Oh, <laughs> and then go hang out with the the party. Uh, so when you go hang out with them, uh, Deathmall uh, intervenes. It's like, hello! Oh, I was looking for a chance to meet you. Uh, you you seem like an interesting, f- the, the interesting sort. My name is Deathmall. Pleased to meet you. Yeah, I'm I'm Morty. Uh, nice to meet you. Morty, Morty, yes. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, I, are you here to become a hero as well? Uh, I mean, it's hard to find employment as a skeleton. So yes. Oh, I can see. I mean, I, I, I know. I have. Believe me, I have loads of old skeleton friends who have no problem finding employment. That is true. But they, yes, they, they. But they have skills. Do you have any skills? I mean, marketable skills, perhaps. Uh, not, not as such. I mean, I, I, I haven't died yet, or rather, I haven't died more than once. So I, yeah. Oh well, that's that. That could become that could come in handy. Well, uh, you you do seem to lack a little bit of confidence, my friend. I am dabbling in life coaching these days, as I'm trying to 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 help better all of uh, uh, people kind, whatever all living creatures are. And so I'm sure we could we can work together to help get you on your path. Yeah, that that'd be that'd be kind of nice. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yes, a first client. Wonderful. Uh, my rates are very reasonable. And here's my card. And um, it's it's an old card. So uh, I'm, I'm looking to get these updated. And it says uh, Death Maul Demon Spawn. And it's it seems to be dripping with blood. Huh. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's, that's a card right there. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. He's got the he's got that blood ink now. I know how much that costs. It, it's not cheap. He put a lot of money into this card, sir. Well, when you when you run the Kingdom of the Damned, you do make a little a little bit of money every now and then. Kingdom of the Damned, you say? My goodness, I bet you have some stories to tell. Oh, you wouldn't believe. But that's all behind me now. I'm I'm turning over a new leaf, as I as I mentioned. And uh, I'm going to just make my rounds and continue to introduce myself to people. Very nice to meet you. Uh, have a have a have a good one. Uh, what was it? Death Death Kill. Uh, uh, death Mall. Yes. Murder Club. <laughs> and you see him. You, you see him wander off to. Uh, there's like a cat sitting on a rock, and he goes and shakes the cat's hand. Hey, hey, you guys. Uh, any idea when they're gonna open this up? Like we've been here for like, I don't know, all day. <laughs> Yeah, and I am getting mighty hungry. You hear someone behind you go like, Oh, you've been here all fucking day, have you? You've been here a whole day? Oh, no. I've been here four fucking days and they haven't opened the goddamn door. D- Sir, do you know where the toilet is? I do need to use the restroom. 
preaching to the choir here, man. We all need a shit, all right? Mm-hmm. I've been here for fucking days, and I haven't, I've just been pinching it, man. I, I'm not happy about it either. They said they disqualify <laughs> anyone who takes a shit. That is disgusting, sir. We, we don't know what they've said, because no one's come out to fucking <laughs> greet us, man. But why risk it? <laughs> so this guy, like, curses and wanders off, like, sort of staggering like he's trying to hold something in <laughs> that man that man needs a toilet badly i could tell right from the first moment i You're saw like, him for fuck's sake that's a man who's holding something in <laughs> we could just scale the walls i think you will find your second death you saw that you saw that old man all covered in that armor he looked like he could have killed us by accident i don't think he's <laughs> in charge here is he as you guys are talking you see someone like nearby just uh uh, staring off dreamily up to towards the top of the walls, and she's like, "I I don't think I would try climbing these if if I were you." Oh, what do you mean? Why is that? Oh, it it seems if I if my guess is correct, I have some sort of magical barrier around it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have any guesses on getting rid of that magical barrier? Hmm. Sorry. What what was that? Oh, uh, I I sorry. I wasn't I wasn't really paying attention. If you if you'll forgive me. Well, you were talking to us. Who? What? Mm. Oh. <laughs> so I, sorry, I often find myself tr- drifting off into my thoughts. Um, just now, I was imagining my future as a respected druid strolling through a verdant valley surrounded by a, a number of my longtime forest friends and ooh, maybe, maybe a, a centaur or two. Pot horse, all muscular man. I scan the crowd for any centaurs. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry, what, what were we talking about? Centaurs. Just just walls. I'm going to be over here uh, trying to scale the wall. All right, yes, of course. Yes, good, good to meet you. Yeah, Mr. Skeleton Man, go ahead, give it a shot. And nearby you see uh, two like purple elves with big all-black eyes. We were just like, oh, 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 Kendrick, ch- check it out. So someone's trying to climb the wall again. Wall, 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 wall. <laughs> yeah, a crowd of <laughs> uh, various kobolds and orcs and skeletons. And I was just like, wall, 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 climb. Uh, I, this is a lot of pressure. This is a lot of <laughs> I'm taking bets over here. Is he going to make it? Does this skeleton have three lives? Let's find out for ourselves. Uh, I would I would advise not doing that if I were you. No, no, Kendra, shut up. Let him do it. This is fun. Uh, guys, I'm just gonna... I, I don't I don't deal well with pressure like this. Uh, could you guys just turn around if I'm gonna try this? Oh, you, you want this whole crowd of uh, folks to turn around? I will get everybody to turn around. He's a little he's a little shy. Just give him a chance to do his thing. Don't worry, Morty. We'll just be watching the scene of your death. <laughs> uh, you know what? Yes, I, I would say that, skeleton friend. You are you are the first skeleton to attempt this, so perhaps you won't die in a in a very alarming and visceral way like uh, a way like the others. But uh, you you never know. It seems to be pretty powerful magic they've cast on these wolves. I promise I'll get your bones for you. Ah, jeez. I, I, I'm done. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to scale these walls. I think it's a wise decision, Skeleton. <laughs> All right. And then um, you hear someone uh, up on the wall say, like, Oh, shit. Oh, oh, God. Uh, oh, s- someone call Gerald. And uh, someone calls Gerald. And I forgot to mention, but, like, Standing in this valley with all these people, beyond these walls, you hear what sounds like a lot of, like, 
crashing and banging and like buzzing and a lot of people grunting and there's just a lot like a, a clamor going on over these walls and it, a lot of like hammer striking the occasional scream and squeal um just just all sorts of shit going on so that and it's really loud and distracting so that's that maybe is why no one from beyond over the wall has been able to hear you as you call over I see, I see. Mm-hmm. It seems they were distracted by the construction that appears to be happening. Well, I heard this facility is pretty new. And then you hear um, that, that man from before like, I can't, I cannot take any more of this. I'm out of here, man. Being a, I'm going to join one of the other guilds. This is not worth the wait. I thought he was going to cry. I was pretty sure that man had just pooped himself. <laughs> you see that he's walking a lot smoother now since something happened. <laughs> I would I would not go into that near bush he came from. Yeah, he walks off. He walks off into the woods. I've had enough of this shit, man. All right, bye. Shortly after he strolls off, you see uh, a raven flutter over the wall and sort of circle you guys. And you hear from it, "Hello down there. Oh, hey, look at that." Oh. My goodness, it's a it's a talking bird. He he flutters down from on high and lands in a, and it looks like he just sort of disperses into a pile of feathers, and the feathers stand up and form into like a, a kind of a human configuration, and reveal a very ancient looking and uncomfortably buff looking man, and as you look at him, he's got like a crook in his back, but even with that, he stands ex- extremely tall, definitely above the average height of any man. And on his back, he's wearing a massive black feathered cloak that seems to possess the same sort of quality as as, as oil. And as it catches the light from the sun, it's, it produces gleaming rainbows that give him kind of a magical air. His hood is pulled up over his head, mostly obscuring your view of uh, very deep blue eyes, the eyes of a much, much younger man. And below his eyes is exploding out of his hood uh, a, a magnificent snow white beard. And it flows down well past his waist. Uh, in one of his yoked arms, he's holding a staff that is as similarly feathered to his cloak. And at the top of the staff is a raven head that sort of, uh, you know, squawks at you in a chipper and familiar way. And he says, uh, Greetings, young future adventurers. Thank you uh, for waiting. That was that was uh, the first of your trials, a test of patience. We knew you were out here, and we did not forget that you were coming. Uh, now, before we begin, I think introductions are in order. First of all, I, as I'm sure you already know, am the first of the Order of Druids, the Raven Lord's chosen vassal, the former keeper of the star-flecked orb, protector of the great tree of the twin Plains. That's the big-ass one behind me. Two-time winner of the Step Up Free For All Hip Hop Dance Contest, guardian against chaos in all of its forms, and master of this guild, Gerald Feathers Kinsley. Oh, I thought I was going to die during that introduction, which is seems hard for a skeleton. <laughs> well, I'm still workshopping it. You are the first orientation class we've had, after all. Yeah, maybe cut it down by a couple hours. Well, maybe I'll cut you down by a couple of hours, you little bastard. <laughs> and this, and he gestures to a vacant spot to his left. Oh, hold on, one moment. He, uh, he puts two ancient fingers to his lips and whistles loudly. And at that you hear uh, like the pounding of what it sounds like, maybe hooves or, or, or feet, heavy feet pounding the ground. 
And then all of a sudden you hear it stop. And seemingly from out of nowhere pounces a ginormous armor-clad creature landing by Gerald's side. Is my loyal companion, Biscuits. Ah! And after Biscuit settles down next to Gerald, you take in the visage of a ginormous golden retriever, the size of a small horse, wearing full plate uh, dog armor with an elegantly horned helmet and shiny black sunglasses. Look at that dog. I just want to go up and pet her right now. Oh, Oh, by all means, she's very friendly. Feel free to just get in there and show us some love, but uh, don't remove the sunglasses. That that would be a a bad... That's the last thing you would do. I have no idea we were coming to such a coming to such a place with magnificent dogs like this. Oh, yes. We've got all sorts of crazy shit going on in there. You wouldn't believe... I'm gonna... Uh, so, uh, Morty walks away from the dog a little bit and kind of covers up as many <laughs> many bones as possible. He's like, I am not a fan of dogs. Uh, Ooh, oh, and last but not least, this here. And you see uh, a little hatch open up next to Gerald and this, this little creature crawls out. Is Ezekiel. So Ezekiel is a vaguely kind of human-shaped... Uh, all purple creature with very smooth skin, kind of like marzipan. Uh, they are wearing suspenders, uh, well-worn work boots, and they have some smudged uh, goggles resting above their oversized eyes. Uh, I'm I'm really forward to de- developing strong, intimate, and deeply personal bonds with each and every one of you. And I'm I'm so excited to have you all test test the trials that I've developed. And please give me feedback. All is welcome. This is a new thing we're doing here, and I want it to be perfect. Uh, we're being tested by a boy. Well, I'm a, I'm a full-grown... We, well, we don't need to get into that, but whatever I am, I'm... Tr- trust me, adult adult in... Uh, mat- I, I can prove it to you if you want. These, I can un- unbuckle these suspenders, and we can get down to business. Oh, no, thank you, sir. <laughs> I, I never said I was a sir. Well, uh... I'd say first feedback is patience is a terrible way to value a hero. Well, Jared, it looks like we've got one more unfit hero. We should probably just send that fellow on his way, don't you think? Oh, well, I don't, give, him a, give him a chance. Maybe he's just being a rapscallion. Are you being a rapscallion, a little piece of shit? <laughs> uh, yes, sir. All right. Yeah, see, like I said, he's just being a rapscallion. Just thought you were looking for feedback. <laughs> that was another test of your patience. We've got a little thing the boys in the PR department worked up. Now, this is still a work in progress, so any any feedback you have is more than welcome. <laughs> All right, here we go. And uh, you see he, he starts to wave his arms around, and, and the, the sky darkens a little bit, and uh, some mood lighting is cast in the area. And he says, In the time before time, our twin planes were brought together to form a mighty union, one that had the power to contain the primordial forces that both create life and bring death. Over time, those forces grew jealous of our union and sought to destroy us, and thus began the age of the corruption. Piece by piece, our twin planes were lost to us, plunged in a world of chaos and suffering. It was at this moment that our founders found, really, founders found, okay, founders found their calling as heroes and formed what would today be remembered as the Battle Buddies. 
They fought back that chaos, and they planted the seed for the tree of life that binds our two planes together deep into the heart of the very evil that sought to destroy us. And here we stand in front of that very tree, at the linchpin between our two realities holding us together, binding us together and bringing us together as one. And you all, my fresh-faced novice adventurers, will carry on that great legacy and become the next generation of the Battle Buddies. Assuming, of course, you've all brought your membership payments and signed your waivers. Ah, yes. Yes, I did that. Good, of course, yes. Bring your payments to a, over here to Ezekiel, and uh, we'll, we'll get you all signed up. Um, so, in, in for this, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys have decided what items and stuff you have on your person, but I'm going to say that you can all start with a thousand gold apiece. All right, for your characters. That we immediately have to pay. And the membership payment is, of course, <laughs> one thousand gold. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang. Made payable to my good friend Ezekiel. I just won that 1,000 gold lottery. I had to fight a lot of people for this 1,000 gold, but so be it. And Ezekiel uh, holds out a, a little bag. He's like, oh, okay, bring, just bring over your, your precious riches over here, you know. And make sure, make sure to save a little money for, uh, for the commissary and, uh, you know, all the, all the equipment that you'll be renting from us. And for the gift shop. Oh, the, uh, absolutely, the gift shop. That was the, one of the first things we built. Well, luckily I don't eat much. Good. Well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I imagine you all uh, give Ezekiel your money and turn mm-hmm. your waivers. Yeah. And now that that's all out of the way, why don't we go inside? Tim, the doors! Uh, sir, I'm on garbage duty. Not, not you, the other Tim, the door Tim, the one who gets the fucking doors! And at that, the, the doors to the Battle Buddies Guild slowly pulls open. And when it does, it reveals this chaotic scene of kobolds and various animal people, alligators, giraffes, and otherwise. And several of those uh, purple elves, the, the, similar to the, the, the kids you saw before, running this way and that, carrying lumber and pushing wheelbarrows and operating precarious-looking makeshift cranes and, and buzzsaws. Just making a whole lot of ruckus, uh, and all around you, you see half-constructed buildings and walkways and topiaries, and all of this is centered around the largest, most imposing tree you've ever seen. As you can see, we're still in the construction. Uh, this is this is a new enterprise, after all. Ezekiel, why don't you run along and prepare the trials while I give them a brief tour of campus? All right, well, it seems like there's quite the ruckus going on, uh... I figured this would be more uh, put together by the time I got here. I figured you'd be more put together, my little <laughs> skeleton friend. Aren't you missing a few key components? Let's use your body as a metaphor. <laughs> oh. Right right now we have the skeleton of what will be the greatest guild of all time, but we gotta, we still got to put some meat on those bones, if you know what I mean. We got to put a thousand gold on those bones. One <laughs> yes. That seems a little bit... Uh... On life. Listen, man, we gotta break you down before we can build you back up, and some of that's gonna be a little of emotional damage, and you just gotta roll with the punches. And he punches you. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Morty. We'll be here by your side the whole time. Yeah, now come along. And so he's gonna start walking you through um, the Battle Buddies campus. 
All right. Now, really, there's not much to see right now. We've got a lot more to build, like uh, the barracks and the dining facility. God, the dining facility. Why wasn't that in phase one? Anyway, and the armory and so on, all of that still needs to be done. Everything that's been built so far was at the behest of the generous Baron Von Blood, who I'm sure you'll run into eventually. I, I, I'd advise wearing turtlenecks around him, though, uh, if you catch my meaning. Anyway, he's been funding the project, so really all we have now is the Baron Subterranean Laboratory and the Mortuary and the gift shop. <laughs> but he did leave us some funding for Ezekiel and I to build the trials so we can start testing you guys, our new recruits. Uh, come along. All right. Now we get down to the meat. Get the meat on these bones <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> now he stands there and, and sort of like gestures for you all to move along towards uh, what looks like to be a training facility. And are you guys, do you think you're in front of the group of people who are heading towards the trials? I try and make my way to the front of the line at least. Probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, next to you in front of the line, you find a muscular youth with a chiseled jaw and immaculately groomed hair who's wearing a fine red coat with gold accents and pristine, tight, tight snow white dungarees that tuck perfectly into polished black boots. And he's, he's walking with a swagger and he looks like he's ready to take on the world. And he, he looks at you as you're walking next to him and he says, Hello! The name's Theo Glavastrian, and if you haven't heard that name before, you will. Well, you, I mean, you just did. Other than just now, I'm. You, you'll hear it. Probably in. It's gonna be a big deal. I'm gonna be the greatest hero who ever lived. Anyway, nice to meet you. Mm -hmm. I pick up the pace. <laughs> oh, nice oh, to meet you well, too, sir. Uh, I was kind of hoping to lead the charge here. I, I, I imagine the, the new leader in town, sir. <laughs> well, well, hold your horses there, fella. Uh, I, I, I don't see the problem with some friendly competition, but there's no re uh, need to be uh, not to be civil. Oh, no, this is no friendly competition. Let's get that straight right now. <laughs> <laughs> if there's oh, going to be uh, one hero, it's going to be me. Well, if it's a proper challenge you're looking for, then it's on, friendo. And I, I've come here to master every single class and skill life has to offer. That makes two of us. He, and so I guess you guys are going to race over to the trials. <laughs> uh, following behind the two of you, you see the the like space cadet druid from before, um, and it's revealed to you that her name is Chrysanthemum. Following her is a very tall, slender, well-dressed woman in a somber attire, like as if she were attending a funeral. Her name is uh, Merlot. And you have the two purple elves from before, Kendra and Tikla. Uh, Deathmull, who who is still working his way through the group of people, introducing himself, and you see falling behind them, sort of slinking in and out of shadows and kind of trying their best not to be noticed, is a is a snake of abnormal size that no one really noticed in the area before. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> after after him is Harold, or uh, rather Destructicus, and he's he's kind of like. Of trying to avoid the snake as much as possible. Like, oh, oh boy, oh. Old <laughs> I was, Butterfingers. I was not prepared for this. And you, yeah, you, you, when you look back, you see that more of the items that he had are, are have gone missing. <laughs> and as Gerald's about to like follow you guys as the tail of the group, you see that cat from before. Oh, well, is this one of the participants? I, and the cat just sort of meow. 
and continues to follow. Oh, oh, well, I suppose he did pay his thousand gold after all. There's no rule that says a can't cat can't be an adventurer. Nope, not not yet. We've <laughs> we we still are uh, drafting up the rules, but as far as I'm concerned, anyone willing to pay a thousand gold is welcome here. <laughs> this is Airbud rules, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> so Eli and Theo are racing up. Um, it's hard to say. Just just roll a raw d20 because um, you guys don't really have stats right now. And we'll see who gets a higher number, and that'll be who, who wins the race. 13. Ooh, you win. But I imagine it's like not like a full-on run. It's just them like fast walking, trying to go. Well, I imagine he's being honorable and you trip him or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about tactics, I guess. Sorry, Theo. The world needs second place heroes, too. That was uncalled for. I'll get you yet. Ha-ha. Yes. Competition. I love it. (laughs) Okay, cool. So you arrive at kind of an area that's been blocked off from the rest of the construction. Uh, It's it's like just an open area right now that's been sort of fenced off. And in front of it is standing Ezekiel, and he's sort of uh, like pushing against the fence and kind of testing the, the structure, the integrity of everything. And he says, oh, hey, oh, hey, look at that. You've, you've arrived. Finally, my trials. <laughs> oh, ooh, I'm tickled pink at the idea of you running through them. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And uh, when Gerald arrives, it's like, all right, Ezekiel, I'm going to sort of take a back seat to this and uh you know i've got i've got some things i got to take care of elsewhere so i'm gonna leave them in your capable hands i'll, I'll catch you later and he turns off into a raven and flies off hmm. i was, was kind of hoping that gerald guy would stick around but yeah me too i'm i'm a i'm a huge fan of his i love that gerald great man I heard a lot of legends so what uh, what we've got going on here this this trial here if you look if you see um Hold on, I'm going to bring Gerald back, because I think it's funnier with Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Ezekiel, as it turns out, all of those important errands I had to run have already been taken care of, so I'm back. Oh, yay! <laughs> let's, let's, get, let's get down to business. Gerald turns back into his uh, you know, regular humanoid uh, form, and he says, All right, welcome to the first trial uh, and he he gestures, and uh, Ezekiel like pulls a rope, and a uh, curtain is pulled up. Uh, just a curtain that was just like maybe a ten by ten foot curtain that was around something is pulled up to reveal. Just sitting there in the middle of this like area is uh, a mechanical arm with a little table in front of it, and it's it it seems to be like a pretty poorly constructed mechanical arm that has all sorts of like sprockets and gears sticking out of it and seems to be periodically like shuddering violently and sparking. Now this here marvel of mechanical engineering made by our very own Ezekiel will measure your physical prowess and fear not there's no winning or losing here. We just, we're just trying to gauge where you fit into uh, the guild and what your role will be. Um, who would like to go first? And at that, Theo jumps up and throws his hand in the air like, Ooh, I shall lead the charge. I'll be first. It's always wise not to go first. See where it goes wrong. I agree, sir. Ooh, oh, wow. Look at you. Oh, my. You you have the physique and bearing of a true champion. Yes, yes. Go ahead. Show them how it's done. You don't even have to touch the uh. <laughs> and he leans over to Ezekiel and he's like, that boy's got the most potential of the entire group, I tell you. And uh, Ezekiel goes, mm-hmm. 
So Theo swaggers on over to the mechanical arm, and he rolls up his sleeve and sits down and gets ready to arm wrestle. And you see Ezekiel holding like a a panel in his hands with a dial on it. And Gerald says like, all right, Theo, are you ready over there? I've been, I was born ready, Gerald, bring it on. And Ezekiel presses the button and the mechanical arm swings down violently and, and shatters uh, uh, Theo's, what's the, what's the forearm? Yeah. It's not the femur. No. <laughs> it's not the femur, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should learn some bones. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, yeah, Gerald Gerald leans over to, to you, uh, Jet, your character. He leans over to Mortar. He's like, ooh, which bone did he just break there? Uh, <laughs> ah, one sec. Let me, let me. Ooh, I mean bones. Oh, it's still going. And the mechanical arm is like swinging him around and bashing him against things. Oh, jeez. And... Gerald's like, oh, Ezekiel, turn it off. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. And the guy's like, oh, God. Oh, please stop it. Stop the pain. Ah, his radius and all of, the, and all of those things. Ah, jeez. Oh, oh, man. Oh, wow. It's not, okay, hold on one second. Hold on. I'm dialing it back. I'm dialing it back. And it finally stops and lets go of uh, Theo's hands. And he's just kind of like a, a bloody pulp on the floor, mostly. Oh, God. My goodness. Somebody does need to give him an arm. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone laughs. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> Morty's jealous that he didn't make that joke. Um, and <laughs> Gerald is like, oh, what? <laughs> you know, this is... Okay, to be honest, uh, you're the first class of initiates we've had, and we're still calibrating the trials. We've only really ha uh, tested these unexperienced heroes so far. And we may have dialed up the difficulty a bit, but this this is a good thing. This is a learning experience, and you've all signed your waivers, so there's no harm. And uh, while he's talking, a few of a few of those kobolds you saw before walk by, and he says, "Oh, Tim, and Tim, grab grab that uh, <laughs> sleeping, very tired boy over there, and and send him to the Baron." Corpse retrieval, Tim. <laughs> he's he's gonna be just fine. Good as new, I promise. And uh, the two kobolds go and fetch the body and drag him over to one of... As, as, as you're looking around, you've noticed many holes in the ground uh, and sort of just push him into the hole and, and it sounds like he's sliding down some metal tubing. And he, uh, then Gerald turns back to you guys and like, all right, who's next? I think I should go because very likely if it does what it just did, it'll just pull my arm off. Yeah. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. You would do that for us? I mean, I, I, it'll probably be fine. And Ezekiel um, says, "Oh, don't, don't worry. I've calibrated it down a bit. It should be, it should be uh, more, 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 at least closer to to your level. So get on, get on over there." All right. So the way this is going to work is this is pretty much just like a narrative device to help figure out what your stats are for your character. So this is a test. This will test your strength. You don't actually have to roll anything. It'll just be like whatever your raw strength is. So you go up and, and do this? Yeah. What, is, what does the thing look like again? Could you describe the arm device? It's, it's basically an arm wrestling arm. Okay. So I walk in. Uh, is Ezekiel like on the other side with a button or something? Uh, Ezekiel is standing next to Gerald and there's like a long cord that's leading from the uh, the arm to the, the box that Ezekiel's holding. Well, all right, all right, let's uh, see how this goes. And I just sit down, put my arm 
in the holster or whatever. Um, the the arm, whatever the hand. The hand I, I I I clap hands and stare down a invisible enemy and arm wrestle it down. All right, all right, did you want to roll your stats, or are you going to have predetermined? What's what's going on here? Let's let's just roll my stats. Um, so mechanically, how this will work is you've got two options. You can either there's there's different ways to choose your stats in D and D. You can do like a point allotment method where you have so many points that you can distribute into your stats, or you can roll on those stats. Which if you roll, you might have you you could end up with all really good stats, or you could end up with with all really shit stats. So you have the option. Uh, if you roll, you're going to roll 4d6 and then remove uh, the lowest, and that will be that stat, basically. Okay. So so I asked, I do really well. Um, I got a 15. So uh, A 15 is great. You crush the mechanical arm onto the, the mat on the other side, and Ezekiel looks down at his box and he's like, ooh, maybe I... Maybe I miscalibrated a little bit. Might be a little weak right now. Got to dial it back up a bit for the next one. Yeah. And Gerald's like, well, wonderful job, skeletons. Even if a skeleton with no no muscle or bones or uh, not not even the ability to smile can do this, then any of you can. Yeah, not really sure how this works. How your body works? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where does your strength come from? My characters, yeah, I'm jealous of that skeleton's display, so I'm going to try. Well, I doubt anyone will be able to beat that. That was extremely impressive. I think I can beat that. Well, let's see what you got. I have a different idea. Can't you just see how strong I am? All right, he's good. Go on. Next trial. <laughs> Who's next? I have a 13 strength, so. Do you flex? Yeah, I flex. Yeah, he feel, feels your arm. He's like, ooh, yeah, oh. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that's Ooh. that's muscle right there. Something that's, that that is that's certainly more than the skeleton guy, which means you must be stronger. You're good to go. I go stand by. All right, Morty. Yeah, yeah, you go stand by Morty. <laughs> well, now that's interesting. I didn't know that these uh, trials were optional. That's not an option. He passed, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, well, I guess I'll I'll give this thing a shot. I go up there and 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 I arm wrestle it. Okay. So are you rolling your stats too? Um, no, I, I, I have a science or I, I pick my stats. Cool. So you're doing point allotment. Okay. Yeah. What's your strength? 12. 12. Okay. You do. Okay. Yeah. You, you, you pin it eventually, but it's definitely a struggle. Woof. Oh boys. Oh, well done silver belt. And then Harold is like, Oh, oh. He, he finally catches up to the rest of the group and he's been taking his sweet time. Ooh. Oh, that was quite the walk. Oh, oh, we got ourselves a trial, huh, Bill? Let me go. I've been waiting my whole life for an opportunity to prove my worth. Let's let's see, let's see what I got. And he 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 slowly works his way towards the uh, the mechanical arm, and he just fucking crushes that shit. Uh, <laughs> I, I I'm just kidding. He loses. <laughs> He loses. It, 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 it's it's a very slowly. It pushes his arm down, and you hear some like <laughs> creaking. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, why? that doesn't feel right." Yeah, that's oh, that's gonna hurt in the morning. Oh, yep. Oh, there, there. Another one goes. Destructo. Destructicus. Destructicus. Ow, that looks really painful. <laughs> I do not believe bodies are meant to bend that way. Oh well, this is. You know what? I'll I'll get there eventually. Just gotta just gotta maybe up my physical regimen and train some more. 
Um, and uh, the rest of the NPCs go through. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a stray of NPCs. You know, they, we don't have to dive into what exactly their stats are right now. Roll them but, all uh, one by one, Cody. How'd the snake do? <laughs> the snake did The snake did pretty well. It's similar to Steven's character, Thali, where he kind of struggles a bit, but eventually pins it. By and large, most of them do pass. The cat un- annihilates it, but it does use both paws, so it's kind of cheating. <laughs> All right, yes. So now Ezekiel really outdid himself with this one. And uh, before you stands a pretty long obstacle course. You guys have moved on past the strength test. Um, and it seems to be constructed of random bits of wood and pieces of scrap metal and like giant boulders and, and ropes and pulleys and, and stuff and pits. Um, and it's quite simple. You just gotta make it to the end. And however long that takes you will be a measure of your, what we call, <laughs> dexterity. Now, I'll reiterate, there's no winning or losing in these trials, but I'd still try to avoid getting crushed by those those crushes. And he points to some boulders that are just like slamming down and being pulled back up and slamming down again. Uh, being lacerated in the pit of spikes might hurt a little bit too, and I'd watch out for the, the, the interplane of snakes that Ezekiel has uh, sprinkled throughout. Anyway, uh, any takers? I don't know if this seems like a great idea, like, uh, but I'll, I'll go again. Excellent, excellent. Lead the way, skeleton man. Um, I kind of saunter my way up, and I got a 12. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. You, you make it all the way through the obstacle course without injuring yourself, um, but it's, it's, you know, it's not the fastest. I think I see the timing of this. I'll go next. Mm-hmm. All right, go I ahead. I step up and swish my cape and get into a sprinter's stance. And I have a 16 in Dex. Holy oh, shit. Dang. All right, Damn. you just run alongside it. You don't even go through it. Uh, number one again. <laughs> he just walked. Did you just say he runs around it, essentially? <laughs> <laughs> you did choose the brave route, Morty, though. Just avoid all the of foolish that. route. <laughs> yeah, that was always an option, by the way. <laughs> the most dexterous path. You just walk up on the wall. Yeah, you just run alongside it. There's like a, a narrow gap between the obstacle course and a wall, and you just sort of fit right between that space. Like, a perfect run. That was magnificent. Yes, well done. Ezekiel is like, oh, wow, yeah, that's exactly the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I guess I, I'll I'll give this a shot here. And, right. uh, I have a 15 index. You don't make it through quite as fast as Eli. Uh, but you make it through pretty quickly. That's some fancy footwork you got there, Eli. I'd like to learn a thing or two from you. I am impressed myself with you, Tholly. Well, we do have some dance classes that we can all <laughs> that I was hoping people would sign yeah. up for. I teach it myself. It's the the hip hop step up competition. You may have heard me talk about it before. <laughs> I I did come here to learn. Yeah, looking forward to it. We'll we'll, we'll discuss this later. All right, who's next? Uh, so yeah, a lot of the other NPCs make it through the cat, no problem. The snake really just slips and slides his way through. He even befriends some of the other interplanar snakes along the way. Um, and then it comes to Destructicus. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, wow, a, a, a worthy test of my newfound heroic abilities. Let's see how I do on here. And he, he like, sort of gets up to speed as fast as he can go, and he starts, you know, he does pretty well. He climbs over the wall. 
he like doesn't he he manages to swing across the the spike pit it's it's pretty it's a pretty close call though and then it comes to the crushers and he's one of them immediately falls down on him and and it looks like crushes him completely to the floor oh no butterfingers but you see you see the boulder the crushing boulder explode outward and Destructicus Herald is covered in a in a, a thin glowing film that covers his whole body and seems to be protecting him and um it it goes out in like a, a, in a in a flash and you see one of the rings on his fingers just like uh, crack and pop off his hand and he's like oh I, I was wondering what that ring did and he just moses his way to the finish line Oh, well done, Destructicus. Well done. Oh, yes, look at me. Not bad, huh? I thought you were crushed to death. <laughs> yeah, Butterfingers yet again, making it all the way. Yes, yes, indeed. And so he was the last of them. So everyone, everyone's made it through. No more deaths this time. All right, another easy one for you. I kind of feel like, actually, I kind of feel like, is honestly, Ezekiel seems to have phoned it in a bit on this one. All you gotta do, you gotta go into this this room here that's, that's closed off by curtains. Uh, there'll be a series of, of vials. You gotta drink one of the vials, one of the potions. Use whatever skills or tools you have in your arsenal to determine which one to drink. But at the end of the day, you, you gotta drink one, one of the potions. So what if you uh, don't have a digestive system? All right, you can go through to the end. Good job, you passed. <laughs> uh, okay, what's I, your intelligence? My intelligence is gonna yeah. be. It is a fifteen. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, you get to just bypass it. Like, ooh, I can look inside your head, and I see you've got a powerful brain. You, you're you're cleared. You you go go on ahead. Ah, cool. The re- the rest you got to do it though. You got to get in there and drink a potion. The only time I wish I was a skeleton. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, I'm just gonna pick one randomly. There's nothing to this. <laughs> uh, you, sh- you, well, what's your intelligence? <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. Okay, yeah, you kind of just pick one randomly. So you pick one and you drink it. Yeah, I drink it. Okay, when you walk out, your hands are snakes. Oh, yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this. Don't worry, that'll that, that'll wear off in a couple of hours. Now, I I would say just you know what, enjoy it while you can. It's a novel experiencing ha- uh, having snakes for hands. I, uh, I'm kind of, I'm excited by this. I'm looking down at them. I'm like, oh, this isn't that bad. And I shoot one up like a grappling hook. <laughs> start swinging around. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what happens. You start, mm-hmm. you start grappling around. The, the, the snake's bones break the immediately. And it's dead. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Your snake hand turns around and bites you. <laughs> Low intelligence. Okay, Steven, what do you got? Uh, my intelligence is a 13. Okay, yeah. You know, you you drink one of the potions, and uh, to, your hands don't turn to the snakes, as far as you can tell. Nothing really happens to you, but, you know, time will tell. Mm, that was just a bit of the bubbly. And then you walk out of the room, and everyone gasps and gerald's like oh good god oh what i didn't even realize that was one of the po- ezekiel you monster oh i didn't i didn't do that oh my god oh my god he's hideous oh no an ugly potion well now <laughs> i do apologize i may have spilled a bit on my shirt 
but they're like, oh, no, we're just kidding. We told everyone to pretend when you got out that that's just a funny Oh, that's you guys were just fooling then. That's just a funny joke we like to play on the new initiates. We've decided <laughs> since you're the first batch. All right, who's next? Um, so various NPCs go through and, you know, they, weird stuff happens. Some of them, like their heads turn to bats or whatever. Um, and then Distracticus goes through. And when he comes out, you see he's moving a little slower than before. And he's like, oh, I, I feel I feel even worse than before. And Gerald's like, oh, no, yeah, he drank the age potion. That, that, <laughs> that, one, that one ages you even more. So about, what, Ezekiel, what, seven years? Oh, yeah, that one's, that one that's about seven years. So that, and that, no, that, 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 that one does not wear off. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, well. <laughs> Good job. Um, next. Uh, now, this one's a little bit of a surprise. Just go into the soundproof chamber that we've constructed here in the middle of this field, and you know, fig- figure it out. I'm sure you'll. I'm sure you'll know what to do when you get in. Uh, go. Whoever wants to go first, go. Uh, I again don't have ears. So wait, so you can't hear? I can't hear. I just don't know. Hmm. Someone else go ahead of me. <laughs> what has everyone been saying this whole time? He's very good at reading lips. Okay, so Barry the snake puts up his tail uh, as a sign that he's he's volunteering for it. And ah. he goes into the chamber and he opens it with his mouth, the door. And immediately you hear a bunch of screaming. You hear like, oh, my God. Oh, the bleeding. Stop it. Oh, God. Why? Why, Gerald, did you do this? Oh. And Barry goes, ooh, fun. And slithers into the room. And the door closes behind him. I'm not a big fan of snakes. And that guy kind of creeps me out. And when he comes out the other side, you hear uh, screaming again. And it's like, that didn't help at all. Why did you do that? Oh, Jesus, God. And uh, the screaming stops when the door closes. And uh, Barry slithers towards the end. I put my snake hands towards Morty's face. <laughs> Come on, Morty, go for it. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll do it. Okay. Fine. Um, so when you open the door again, it's like you hear just like, ah, ah, the Stop it, please, <laughs> mommy. And so you're in this chamber with a kobold who is like bleeding profusely uh, out of their midsection. And this is a test of your of your wisdom. Uh, well, that's a nine. Okay, uh, you you just hurt them more. Like, what are you doing? Stop rooting around in there, please. I, I I'm sorry. I sorry sorry. Just go. Sorry. Sorry again. All right. So you leave the chamber and, and the whole uh, everyone hears more yelling. And whose turn is it now? Snake hands? Snake hands. Come on, <laughs> on that snake hands. All right. Let's do it. I walk in. Cool. Yeah, the, the, the yelling resumes. All right. I look at this person bleeding. Perhaps uh, some snake... Maybe a snake venom will help. <laughs> and I use my remaining snake hand to bite him. And I have a 15 wisdom. Well, shit. Jeez. Well, you happen to know that 
or you lucked out that the venom in these snakes is purely medicinal. <laughs> yeah, so the, the guy's wounds just sort of suture on up themselves and heal up. And he's like, oh, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> that, was, that was terrible. They just left me bleeding in here. Now you're probably wondering how I figured it out. <laughs> No, I'm just happy to be not bleeding anymore. Well, you see, when the snake bit me in the face, I realized it had healing elements. Very wise. That's very interesting. Very wise. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait to get out of here. And as you're leaving, you see Ezekiel step in with a knife. God. <laughs> well, I best be going. And then when you open the door, you hear the screaming again. And Gerald turns to the crowd. All right. Um, who, go on, next next person. Trials back up. Well, now, uh, I guess. Give this a shot. I'll go in there. My wisdom is nine. Ooh, yeah. Now you don't you don't help you don't help this person at all. So what do you do? I think I just leave as quickly as I can. <laughs> you did. I was like, oh shit! There's a dying person in here. <laughs> I am not at all equipped to help you. I. <laughs> I know just enough to know that I cannot do this. Uh, you should seek medical attention from a uh, real doctor. <laughs> uh, so more NPCs go through. Some people help him out. Some people make it worse. Ezekiel um, returns him to his original state every time. And uh, then distract the kisses turns like, ooh, eh. Yeah, I've, I've, I've no stranger to men yelling and dying. I've definitely heard that my fair share over a long life. Let's see what I can do about the situation. And he, uh, he goes on in there. And you don't know what happens, but when he opens the door to come out, there's no more screaming. And he's like, oh, I, well, I did the best I could. Let's, let's carry on, shall we? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you guys move on to the next trial. Yep. And Gerald says, Now, before we head to our final challenge, we'll dish out the results of the two secret trials you've been participating in, unbeknownst to you, this whole time. This whole day, we've been observing you. We've had, we have our top agents in the field uh, paying very close attention to each and every one of you, measuring both your personality and your endurance. Or... Uh, if you're interested in synonyms, what someone else could call your constitution and your charisma. All right, Ezekiel, de- deliver deliver the results. Tell them what they got. So I roll those mechanically. Yeah, roll your constitution and your charisma, and we'll, and Ezekiel will will tell you how how well you did during the day. So I got a sixteen for constitution and a seven for charisma. Oh, good goodness. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> consistent. Uh, yeah, Ezekiel's like, oh, wow, you, you sure can, you sure do have a lot of endurance, especially for a skeleton fella, but you are, uh, you are socially adept, I would not describe you as, um, I may be wrong, these trials are new, and, you know, we're, we're still trying to figure all this out, but based off of our personality metric, you, you scored pretty low, skeleton friend, um, eh, shove off, oh, I would add he's off-putting, <laughs> Oh, yes, that that was a term that was used by our scouts, for sure. Uh, they used a lot of t- colorful terms to describe you. Not, you're not going to be swooning anyone anytime soon. Anyway, next, step on up. Uh, I'll step up. Okay. After making that remark. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you seem like a friendly cat. What you got? 
Oh, I'm very friendly, very sociable. I got a nine charisma. Oh, I take that. <laughs> I take that completely back. But what I lack in charisma, I make up for in constitution. Fourteen. Well, that that's counter to what our scouts uh, noticed. Um, <laughs> Wait, what they notice? Oh, you are. You know what? How about you just move along? <laughs> <laughs> You're dying. <laughs> yes. Maybe go check out the nurse. All right, you. All right. What do you look like, Stephen? Um, you know, I haven't really decided how bearded my dwarf is. <laughs> What's um, your length of beard, Stephen? <laughs> that's really the the main feature. Um, that's going to determine your charisma of dwarves. It's true. You with the you with the indeterminate length of beard. The, Step forward. The indeterminate beard. Hello. Well, now. Uh, it is it is good to meet you again. Oh, a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. Absolutely. How do you do? So I have a 12 constitution and a 14 charisma. Ooh, yes. Talking to you is a real a real treat. I, I enjoy this. Our repartee. This is good. You mm-hmm. and I are going to... Yeah, we're going to be fast friends. That sneeze was a little rude, but that's fine. <laughs> that was the guy with the low charisma. Yeah, that was somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was not me, so <laughs> somebody was uh, throwing their sneeze in my direction, I believe. Richard's character just sneezed in the back of Ezekiel's head, like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, all right, step along. And he he gives all the other characters their rating and Harold, and we'll, we'll, we don't have to go into details about what they all got. We can, we can uh, discover that later. So I think I ended up being a fighter <laughs> with... The stats I ended up with. Okay, so Jet, are you happy with your stats? You kind of wanted to be a more physical guy too, right? I, I did want to be a more physical guy, but mm-hmm. it, it worked out pretty well. I think it fits a skeleton pretty well. Yeah. Did you want to <laughs> be that woefully uncharismatic? I think that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> now the final trial for you today is one of possibly the most important attribute a person can have here at the Battle Buddies? Teamwork. Oftentimes, here at the Battle Buddies, we'll go on quests as a group, so being able to contribute to a good team dynamic is extremely important. Now, whatever group we split you into will be your group moving forward, or at least for the time being. Uh, Ezekiel, go ahead and divide them up into, into groups of four. How about that? And, uh... I'm assuming you guys want to be grouped together. Do you want to? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I like these guys. Okay. Oh, well, oh, oh, well, the obvious choice, um, I think is you, you and you, and, um, who, what, who, who else do you think would fit? So he points at the three of you. He's like, you three, that, that's the combination totally makes sense. It's a perfect, perfect team cohesion I can see coming out of this. Who's the fourth? What do you guys think? Who do you want? Who do you want to be your fourth? Uh, as the leader, I'd say I could choose, uh, how about Destructicus? Ooh, oh, yes, oh, yeah, he, like, all the other, you could see all the other participants are, like, avoiding Destructicus. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, walking around to each of them trying to join their team, like, ooh, well, uh, no, no worries, I'm, I'll be fine, I'll, I'm sure someone else will take me, and he walks up to you guys. You guys, listen, hear me out, everyone gives you a big old smile. deserves a chance to be a hero. Are you going to deny this old, pathetic fool that chance? He does have some nice equipment. You see the majority of his nice equipment is, is gone. <laughs> he's, he's like down to a shirt and pants and like a little dagger. 
You guys, the yeah. only thing I fear from this whole trial is that man's potential. <laughs> and he says, I, I know you fellas have your doubts, and I understand that. I mean, who would expect a retired innkeeper to become a hero at my at the ripe age of 63? Well, well 70 now, I suppose. Um, but I, I, I guarantee you what I lack in any useful stat i make up an an ambition i'm gonna be i'm gonna i'll get you there i'm gonna be mighty powerful and he pulls his one remaining dagger out of his belt just you wait and he starts swinging it around like a swashbuckler i've got you see this you see these moves i've got oh 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 no oh oh my back oh oh my back oh all right (laughs) all right he seems like a solid asset he collapses to the floor. Like, oh, please. Oh, help me up. Oh, it's happened again. Oh, call my wife. Marjorie, get her on the phone. Oh, we. Oh, oh, God. And uh, Ezekiel um, walks by and he writes all your names together on for your group list. He's like, all right. All right. Perfect. This is great. Um, and some more interns walk by. And he's like, okay, you guys, uh, could you, can you take this guy to to the Baron to fix him up a little bit. Um, so it looks like you guys are going to be doing this last one with a bit of a handicap, which is fine. So you should be, you guys got, like I said, a good team cohesion already. He's just an added bonus, the cherry on top. He'll be back up and running in no time, stronger than ever. I guarantee you the big Baron's going to fix him up. And, and Gerald steps up and he says, now he, uh, each of you has been, uh, we've built separate chambers for the final trial. Each of you is going to have your own private trial in these chambers. Walk in, the door will lock behind you. That's supposed to happen. Don't don't let that scare you. Um, and uh, th- go go on ahead, all of you. All right. All right. We go in there, I guess. Yeah, and and Harold's uh, carried off on a stretcher by some kobolds, and you hear him moaning with pain. Cool. So when you when you open the door and walk into this chamber, the door closes behind you immediately and throughout the room slowly uh candles start to flicker on and reveal various desks and tables filled with all sorts of oddments and instruments. You got beakers, flasks, you got like globes, maps on the walls, keys dangling off of off of hooks, um various shaped wooden blocks that seem like they could fit into slots uh it, it, and maybe what looks to be some sort of remote communication device where you might enter a key code or something and at the very back against the wall you see a door god damn it why do i have to be intelligent <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and you hear coming in through a, a speaker um all right, boys, all you got to do is escape this room. It's a room you got to escape from. It's, it's, it's like uh, an, escape a, room. An, an evasion uh, chamber. Yeah, I, I, I've done one of these at the local mall. Like, it's fine. Whatever whatever threat you encounter, <laughs> you got to escape it and get out. Yeah. Dun, dun. It'll, be, it'll be initiating soon. Okay. Uh, hey. It's our... I can't. I can't hear you when you talk back. I'm going to assume you're ready. Perfect. Is this our t- team in the escape room, or is it individual? 
Yeah, I think it's all of us. All of okay. You're um, you're all. This is the the trial of teamwork. Okay. After after he says that he can't hear us, uh, Tholly relaxes a bit and he goes, "Ah, oh, thank God, finally, this whole thing sucks, guys." I, I oh, know. What the, f- what the fuck? Who brought us here? Whose idea was this? If you're revealing any secret hidden personalities we haven't noticed, we can't hear it because we can hear <laughs> nothing God. out here. These nerds leading us about with these strange tasks. If you're if you're calling us any mean names, can't hear it at all. God, they stabbed a guy. <laughs> They fucked, they fucked that man up bad. That, that poor little guy. I had guy. no way of helping him. Yeah, that, that was kind pretty of sure a... these are, pretty sure these are bad people, guys. Yeah, I don't know why I joined this. I mean, it seemed like accurate, like I could get some amount of employment. They didn't seem to have much of a hiring process. Uh, but still, this is really messed up. I was told there were magical items. That old man had a bunch, but he... I know, I got real excited when I saw him and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, what's what's in this chamber again? Could you just describe oh, it? It's, oh, it's starting! Oh, oh, I feel it! <laughs> it's beginning! And and the chamber starts to... You see uh, it. The, the, some of the tables and stuff start to move out of the way for the door, to reveal the door. But you, you feel the chamber start to, like, vibrate suddenly, like... Boom, a jolt, and a, and a jolt, and then boom, and another jolt. And then uh, you see a mound start to appear in the middle of the, the floor of the chamber. And it starts to build, and the, the dirt and floor panels burst outward. And out jumps a giant monster. Or, well, a giant creature. Out jumps a giant creature who has uh, a, a, a big crop of black hair cut into a bowl cut and a big black beard and they've got pale ghoulish flesh that seems to be sutured uh, all over the place and he's got like metal bolts and spikes sticking out of his skin and and he says I've another interior chamber I, I must escape out of the way and he goes to like strike down at you guys and roll initiative Okay. Beans. I got a 21. I got a 20. I got a natural 1 plus 3. <laughs> the pressure is just really on. <laughs> okay, natural 1. <laughs> so, but he doesn't have any pluses. <laughs> um, in mid-swing, right before he, he hits you guys, he freezes... And says, oh, wait, it is not my turn. Hold on. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. All right, so we're just supposed to escape the room, right? Uh, That's the goal? Mm -hmm. Okay, and I'm going to start grabbing as many of these keys as I can. Okay. (laughs) Just, I'm going to, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to step away from the big man who's trying to punch us. uh, And then I'm going to grab as many keys as I can. Do not think you can step away from me. I see you. I will get you as soon as it's my turn. Okay. Anyway, Steven, it's your turn. You're grabbing all these keys. What yes, else? I'm grabbing as many keys. That's, I, I think that's it. I mean, I'm, I don't really have any... I guess I have a knife or something. I'm not going to stab this man. I'm just going to grab as many keys as I can. Cool. But you could also do like a perception or insight check or... I guess that's true. Yeah, I'll do a perception check and look around for uh, keyholes that fit the size of the keys I grabbed. 
Okay, you see keyholes all throughout the room because it's like an escape room. <laughs> oh, God. Everywhere. Man. There's one in like the globe. There's another at the bottom of a beaker may somehow. Have, may have underestimated this. <laughs> it's a very um, advanced escape room. I'll probably stick a key in the nearest keyhole. And I'm just going to start going to town. Okay, just go in the town of that keyhole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, yeah. Uh what, wait, sorry, what was your perception roll? Oh, um, boom, boom, boom. I, like, I just started saying those things. Yeah, you did just start saying those things, and I just kind of went with it. <laughs> I got a 20. Cool. Yeah, well, you see all those things, and you can also identify which key would go exactly in this keyhole. Ah, oh, perfect. I, I grab the right one, and okay. I stick it in that keyhole. Cool. So when you grab the correct key and stick it in and turn it, the key turns green, and you hear a, you see above the door a little green light. Uh, or a candle appears with a green flame and you hear a little bing. Well, I, guys, I think it's the keys. I, I assume that, Einstein. <laughs> or what? what's a fantasy, fantasy smart person? Uh, fantasy Einstein. Ah, <laughs> I, I'd assume that, uh, fucking Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's pretty much my turn. Cool. And Jet just used his turn to call you an idiot. <laughs> Good turn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna. Uh, so I have uh, one of the things I did because I'm a skeleton of a human. I got a feat, and that feat gave me the ability to frighten him. So. I, I'm going to try and frighten him, so I attack him with my weapon. Uh-huh. Which is? Um, and then I roll a dice, which is... Oh, weird. No. It's like an extra dice. Um, so it's... He needs to make a wisdom saving throw, and I do seven damage to him. Okay. Well, he succeeds the saving throw, uh, but he still takes the damage? Yeah. Okay, cool. You could try to fear me if you want. It will not work. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess you are already a... Are you a zombie? I'm, like, way spookier and creepier than you. Uh, Ooh. That's debatable. <laughs> uh, and I, I kind of shimmy my way. You don't want to get into this challenge, I promise you. I kind of position my way uh, between... Uh, this big zombie Frankensteinian man and the guy putting the keys in. All right, hurry up and get this done. <laughs> yep, that'll that'll be my turn. Cool. Yeah, Richard. So, so is he kind of looking over at uh, Morty? He's looking right at you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see you see the biggest threat. You forget. You thought I forgot about you. No. I always remember. You remember? I remember everything. <laughs> yeah. I guess let's make some new memories. <laughs> and I... Uh, I'm going to try and uh, jump... No, not allowed. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to like jump at him and try and grab him by the, uh, the bolts. By the bolts? Yeah. I'm going to just try and grapple him that way. Just do it. We'll do a uh, do it. Do a dex roll, and then we'll do a strength contest to see because you're trying to grapple. All right. 
So that's 16 for Dex. Cool. So you manage to jump up. He swipes out at you while you do it, and you manage to jump up over him and grab his bolts, I guess? Mm-hmm. I failed to mention the only bolts he has are uh, coming out of his uh, butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're, they're in the standard Frankenstein place. <laughs> the butt. His butt. <laughs> All right. I grab those. Uh, and now structure. Oof. Uh, yeah, that's a four. Oh, total? Yeah. Well, he beat you with a five, baby. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oof. You guys, this guy's not going down. Yeah, so you grab him on his bolts around his neck, and he whips his head around and swings you off across the room, and you, like, smash through a lot of the the uh, beakers and vials and crumble one of the tables underneath your weight. Oh, man. And he says, this is too easy. You are too weak and puny. God damn it. You guys... Now get out of my way so I can escape this fucking place. Wow. You want to escape too? Yeah, he said that earlier. Say what? He said that earlier. (laughs) I want to leave. Oh, uh, hey. We all want to leave, right? Yeah, if if we just all work together. No, this is another trick. Fuck you. I want to leave. You're going to trap me again. No, not not the plan, but... All right. Oh, now I believe you because the fucking skeleton said no. <laughs> yeah. You think this is the first time I've encountered a talking skeleton who told me I could leave? Uh, I would assume so, but I, you know. I told you I remember everything, skeleton man. You look vaguely like that skeleton. I hate you. Well, that's just, you know, not a thing I'm a fan of. I can tell your charisma is very low. <laughs> that's a, that's a generalization on skeletons i think no you in particular most skeletons i meet have great charisma i remember well uh yeah uh all right steven it's your turn dwarf do dwarf things (laughs) Um, now dwarf i have never seen one like you you are new i I drink beer and dig into a mountain um no that beard has such a link to it (laughs) my beard grows four inches um I mean, I'm I'm gonna keep going to town with these keys, I guess. You know, I there's there's one light. I'm gonna keep trying. Uh-huh. Do I have to roll a perception check again? Um, yeah. Well, you you last you rolled a twenty last time, right? I did. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll say that carries over to this. You you have you have with your like hawk like vision targeted out every single key in this chamber. Guys, it's a lot of keys or keyhole. Lots of keyholes. There's yeah, there's uh, five keyholes. I recommend you start going to town on them. I'm going to town on <laughs> and these. You've got keyholes. like you've got like twelve keys, but some of the keyholes are are hidden behind like different mechanisms that you would have to like okay. solve a puzzle for first. Yeah, so I'll I'll go over to the next to the next one and I'll just be like keep keep that big man busy. Just tell him a story or something. So this is a pretty small chamber for you to move there. You, you're going to incur an attack of opportunity. Ah, uh, sure thing. Yeah. So he swats down at you. He's like, no, get out of my way. My personal space is very important to me. Mm-hmm. And he smacks you. Okay. Well, ow. And let's see if he hits. Wait, do not do not exclaim out in pain yet until I hit you. All right, he misses. <laughs> <laughs> I say ow anyway. Ow. 
that that really I didn't even touch you. No, you definitely hit me. You got me no, real I bad. Definitely did not my, touch you. My side, you. Oh. I remember everything. Oh, Why would you hit our friend so like that? You are a monster. Oh, <laughs> He's so mean. Uh, I didn't do it. I touched no one. I tried to. I wanted to. Can I roll a persuasion check to convince him that he hit me? If you're going to try to convince him that he didn't remember something he remembered, <laughs> it's going to be a tough one. All right. I'm going to give it But a you shot. can try. By all means, please do try. By all means, try with disadvantage. <laughs> That's an 11. Yes, that is not. No, you are not. I hit. You. I did not hit you. I trust me. I really, really, really he, wanted to. I would know. You definitely hit me, guys. Uh, guys, listen. I'm. I'm. I'm not a bad guy. Sure, I hit people, but I. I own up to it when I do. I did not hit them. Man, just when you think you know a guy. <laughs> all this talking has got him all flustered, and he throws up a bunch <laughs> of bile and stuff all over the floor. Uh, I am feeling. I am feeling quite weak right now. <laughs> Is it, so? Do I make it over to this next key thing? Yeah. Well, he he knocks you across the room, and you're near a different key. I thought he didn't hit me. Shit, you're right. Oh, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. <laughs> That's what he remembered. I did. Happened. I did. I hit you. Yeah. <laughs> I was purposefully lying, saying that he did hit me. <laughs> no. Okay. You, yeah. You duck under his his meaty swing, and you make it to the uh, the, the the designated keyhole. All right. Sweet. Get your eyes on the prize. Eyes on that hole. Eyes in the hole. Do I have a, a an action to be able to put the key in the hole? Or yes, yeah, okay, you can cool. do that. I do that. Oh wait, no, you I... have to solve a puzzle first. Oh, okay. What's the puzzle? Um, it's it's a like you have to fit the right shape blocks in the right shape hole. Oh man, shapies. It's a doozy. I gotta give this one a. Okay, square peg, round hole. <laughs> Guys, I yell at the tholly, square peg, round hole. <laughs> yes, okay, perfect. Uh, so yeah, roll an, um, an investigation check. Or what would that be, do you think? History? History of ge ge geometry? Um, <laughs> intelligence? I think just yeah, a generic intelligence just check. Raw intelligence. Just raw intelligence? Mm -hmm. Raw. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah, that's a 15. All right, yeah. No, you put the square peg in the round hole, which was the actual answer. <laughs> it's a trick. It's a trick block placing test. See? It fits. And you figured it out. And the keyhole is revealed, and you're able to stick your key in, all in the same action. Ah, that's nice. Deft hands. Nailed it. All right, Jet, it's your turn. <laughs> all right, I'm going to trip the big guy this time. And that's a natural 20. You, so you move up to him to trip, and he's like, you see how sturdy my feet are planted on the earth. You will not trip me. Go, go ahead, try. Yeah, uh, all right. Flimsy uh, skeleton man. Uh, so I didn't really say what I was wielding, but I'm wielding a scythe. You're right, you didn't say when I asked you. That was rude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I prepared this whole, whole fight based on what weapon you were wielding, and now you switch it up on me. Oh, I'm sorry. That is not uh, fair. I did not see the scythe. That's bullshit. Uh, <laughs> it's a folding and... scythe. This whole time, where, is, where do you hide that skeleton, man? He takes 16 damage. Fuck. What the fuck? Damn. I, he says? <laughs> well, that's a crit. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. So he's prone now. Ah, ah, see? You didn't see the scythe coming. And he's a very large, muscular person. He's actually like a, a giant. And so he's he's kind of like a turtle on his shell trying to get, get off his back. Wow, that 
I feel bad about that. You that should. was not fair. You weren't supposed to be able to do that. That could have killed any of us. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts bad. And you see, like, pus and, like, green ooze coming out of the wound where you hit him. Yeah, I just feel really bad about this. Now there's a smell in the room. Oh, no, you're done. No, you, you're, it's your turn. Attack me next. He, he points it at you, Eli. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's keeping track. I know what order people attack you. I remember the order. I remember everything. You have two options now that you're on the ground. I can knock you out or you can help us get out of here. He'll, oh, yes. I've I've been through this before. You're trying to trick me again and it won't work, Baron. You hear me? I will leave. So which option is that? <laughs> I think there will be third option. My boot up your collective asses. What about fourth option? We get you some counseling. Counseling? You seem like you really need help. I am fully self-actualized. I'm very happy with myself. No counseling is needed. I just want the fuck out. <laughs> All right, option five. <laughs> no, let's bypass option five. Move to option six. Where instead of my boot is up your ass, my fists are. <laughs> very similar to option three, but d- d- definitely distinct differences. I will puppet you with my hands when I'm done. I'm going to punch him in the head. <laughs> hey, that wasn't an option that was, uh, that was option one <laughs> I would remember mm, that's a 10 yeah you don't All right. well I mean maybe you do hit your, you just see he has a very strong noggin he is, he is, pro, he is prone to right now <laughs> okay so you have advantage to attack so you can roll again alright that's a 19 uh, the 19 hits you hit the guy so that's seven damage. But wait, there's more. And I punch him again. Oh, what the fuck? Bonus action. Are you a monk? I am a monk. <laughs> Sweet. Right. That's 22. Uh, no. No, no, it doesn't hit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it hits. All right, that's seven damage again. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this guy's, this guy's bloody for sure. Or pussy. He doesn't really have a lot of blood flowing around. Time to go to sleep. No more sleeping for me. I have slept enough. And uh, he uses his action to get up. You guys, I'm not really good at fighting people who are standing. <laughs> <laughs> if you could knock him down again. He, like, uh, grabs his head and hollers out in pain. And you see, like, the, the, the pallor of his skin change. It become, like, reddish. And he starts giving off, like, steam as he's, he's turned into, like, t- turbocharged mode. I'm, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Let's get out of here. He's gone spicy. Now, did we think about getting out of here? Have you thought about helping me with these keys? <laughs> and as he, when he, after he yells, you hear it echo throughout the entire chamber and go down that the hole he came out of. And you hear echoing back like, Oh, fuck, Victor, he has escaped again. <laughs> uh, get after him, Victor, please. Put him back here. Take these, the, the, the darts. And you hear that echoing from the chambers. It looks like whoever was contained this guy's coming too. All right, Stephen, it's your turn. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll I'll go towards the next the next keyhole. Cool. Uh, you will have to. Uh, I guess there, there probably, there's probably one pretty close to you, so you don't have to move past him and get another attack of opportunity. But there is another puzzle for you to solve there. Puzzles, puzzles, puzzles. Yeah, it's a Sudoku with uh, two squares missing. Ah, shit, <laughs> guys, I'm bad at math. Um, is this another intelligence roll? 
You know what? I don't want to do another intelligence one. Um, oh, there's a jar uh, that you got to open. It's very, very tightly closed. Uh, so there's a jar uh, on the desk that has a keyhole at the bottom of it and kind of like a metal plate. So you got to open that jar to use the key on it. it. Can I smash the jar? Can I just break it? Basically do a strength check to either smash All it right. or to open it or whatever. Okay, that's reasonable. Yeah, I I pull up the key that I'm pretty confident is uh, the key to the keyhole, and I just try to smash it clear through the jar. That's a good efficient one motion movement. Well, that's a six. Ooh, yeah, no, you definitely you ding up the jar a bit, but you don't you don't quite smash it. Guys, this this jar is made of tough stuff. Tholly, maybe you should just remove the lid next time. Oh, well. Hey, uh, toss it to me. I'll take care of it. Here, take it. And the key. Yeah. <laughs> Do a dex check, uh, Bordy. Okay. Uh, 17? Yeah, you catch it, man. Good job. Yeah. I'll just do a strength just to stab the key all the way through. Cool. <laughs> I don't know why you can't take the lid off again, but... I loosened it up for you. <laughs> God damn it, people. Stop. Do you know anything about jars? It's so much cooler to do it this way. 14. 14? Okay, yeah. You you punch your hand through the jar. See, that's... And put the key in the keyhole. That's how it's done. Hell yeah, Morty. Way to go, bone daddy. <laughs> and then I uh, open the thing. Uh, you see another uh, Nightmare Before Christmas reference up here on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> You see another candle light up in a green flame above the door, and that that key turns green. How many uh, how many things are still above the door? There are three more candles. All right, let's just uh, divide and conquer this stuff. You don't tell me what to do. <laughs> um, and you start to hear some grunting and heavy breathing. Whoa. <sighs> And uh, from the hole where, where uh, the, the giant Frankenstein monster came, there appears uh, a, a hunched-over bald fella. And he's like, ha, help me up, please. Give me a hand. Oh, well, now, hey there, little sir. Good, good seeing you, little, little friend coming out of this yes, hole. of course, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's, let's just have a little bit of small talk right now when there's a fucking rampaging giant Frankenstein monster in the room. Mm-hmm. Oh, pleased to meet you, too. My name is Victor. I've, I've got nothing else to do with my life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. I could someone else Hi, help Victor. Me yeah, I, I, I'll help you at some point. <laughs> it's not my turn, though. And he pulls out, like, a... Almost like a bazooka. Like a makeshift-looking bazooka. And he puts a giant dart in it. And he's like, okay, it's not my turn either, but as soon as it is, I will shoot this creature with it. You've got to protect me from it while I prepare the weapon. All right. And Richard, it's your turn. I can help you up here. Let's do it. Now I think about it, do we technically escape the room if we go down that hole? Do not go down the hole. That is where the Baron is. Unless you wish to die a most bloody and painful death, I would advise you to stay up here. Uh, Morty, you can't have die a bloody death, so feel on free. Oh, oh, yeah, the bone fella. Actually, you can go down the hole. He would be very interested in having you. <laughs> ah, ah, cool. Uh, uh, you almost welcome down there if you want. Yeah, I'll, I'll head down there. You, you you look like I got this guy. Yes, okay, so you take your fucking turn so I can do mine. <laughs> I grabbed the bazooka from him. What the hell? This is my bazooka. 
This is my bazooka. I love shooting yeah, this yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, how much ammo you got on this thing? I just brought the one dart because I always hit my target. <laughs> because for I am Victor, excellent at all things I do. And I am Eli York, who is also wanting to be excellent at everything. I will, I will rock, paper, scissors you for it. And whoever is most excellent will obviously win. All right, let's do it. Okay, Rich is going to use his turn rock, paper, scissoring Victor. <laughs> He's going to use his turn scissoring Victor. <laughs> All right. Um, Just roll a d20. A d20 and 11. All right, I win. I have the backing of the DM. You didn't stand a chance. <laughs> and he takes the bazooka out of your hand and uh, shoots Gruff in the, in the chest with it. He's like, what did I tell you? Pretty impressive. And like the this Gruff start, stops fuming and he returns to his normal his normal uh, color and he sort of collapses. And uh, you hear coming from the tunnel another voice, Victor, what is taking you so long? Bring Gruff down here already. And uh, arising from the hole in the middle of the room is what looks to be a a, a, a tall, slender man with a bluish hue to his skin and slicked back black hair. And he's wearing uh, like a heavy cloak with a, a tall collar that's masking most of his face. And he says, oh, hello. Look at this. We've got some new fellas. I haven't seen you boys around. Hey there. Hi. Oh, look at that. A skeleton. I like that. That's a fun addition. Yeah. Um, what is this? What? Where are we? Oh, the trials. Yes. Uh, the trials. Uh, good job. You, you passed. Uh, you did it. Yeah. This was all... You just need to light up the last few lights. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, he, he motions to the candles and they light green. He's like, boom, you did Please. it. Automatically, you solved the puzzle. <laughs> Wonderful job, boys. Yes. Great. Uh, Victor and I are going to go back down this hole right now. We will see you later, skeleton friend. You should swing by sometime. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> and yeah, he and Victor yeah. drag the giant uh, Frankenstein monster down the hole. Great job, boys. Maybe don't mention this to anyone. Catch you later. Well, now that was exciting. I'll Bye. take it. Uh, bye. Cool. Uh, so we accomplish everything. <laughs> yeah, you you exit the chamber. And uh, Ezekiel and Gerald are waiting there. Like, oh, but wow. Oh, you sure did do, uh, do a number on that room to solve that that <laughs> escape room. Huh? That's a, that's a, that's a, we're going to have to get the boys to fix that. That's for, before this one's up and running again. But great job. I see all the candles are lit. We found it that way. Do not worry. It was, it was a real mess. Oh, oh, okay. So you're, you're, you're oh, so you're saying it's my fault then. <laughs> is it, is that what everyone's saying? Hold on, Gerald. Is that what you, is he saying that this is, he's accusing me of this? Yep. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I, I was mm-hmm. about to say you all passed, but I'm having second guess, seven doubts about this now. No, 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 no. We passed. We did. We did get out. Ezekiel, calm down. It's fine. It's fine. Whoever put the hole there, whatever. No need to worry about it. Um, well done, boys. Well done. Here, here are your. Let me just pin these on. These are a little makeshift right now. We don't have anything official. The, uh, the print shop's been a little late getting these back to us. But here, here are some placeholder. Official Battle Buddies Guild pins for you to wear to 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 signify that you are a battle buddy, cause you did it. You passed the trials. Wonderful job. And you know what? We've 
Based on your stats and how well you did, we've determined that you're all gonna be interns. You don't get you don't get a class or a role or anything. You're you're gonna you'll be like the other people running around. You're gonna do construction work for us and clean things up. <laughs> Drag bodies away when we need them to go. Just hard work. <laughs> just hard work. And maybe eventually we'll let you well I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm pulling your leg. Uh yeah, heroes! Damn it, I, I smelled it on you when we first met, especially that Destructicus fella, that friend especially of yours. Especially that guy who shit himself earlier. <laughs> so, come on now and I'll show you where you'll be sleeping. Um, and you, you see that uh, when you come out, when you exit the chamber, that the, the sun is starting to set, um, that it's becoming nighttime. And as you look up into the, 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 the stars start to appear in the night sky... Um, you see some sort of like planar aberration where space seems to almost be folding in on itself and a huge explosion of light and color just like uh, illuminates the entire night sky and it's so bright that you have to squint and cover your eyes to be able to like to, to continue to well you just have to squint and cover your eyes and you see that uh, like it looks like a meteor or something shoots straight down and leaves a huge impact crater off in like some nearby mountains. And Gerald says, "Come along now, we've got dinner waiting. Let's go." <laughs> and uh, that's where we're gonna end the first episode.